And then they had this beginning. Hey, everybody, Scooter, if you want to support the show, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and whatever podcatcher you use, uh, particularly iTunes. You know, just double check your subscribe. That'll get it to you. And if you use iTunes or Stitcher, uh, please review us if you have a chance with either a star or honest opinion about uh, how the show works over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash iTunes. Or I don't know how to do it on Stitcher, but you could try it. I don't even know. So give it a shot, but don't, wor- don't worry about it too much. All right, let's get on with the program. Hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep, well welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. Uh, tonight, well, it's okay, kind of like a bedtime story. Tonight we talk about Metastasis, the uh, Breaking Bad, the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. Then we'll talk about the show Breaking Bad. Then we'll talk about metastasis again, probably, and say, well, geez, I'm trying to figure out what this word means. Not sure, is that, well, I'm trying to learn Spanish. I don't know Spanish right now, but working on learning it. And, uh, you know, but all you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's running through your brain, whatever's racing through your brain, whatever's got you thinking, wondering, worrying, uh, tossing, turning, you know, body burning, whatever it is, I'm going to try to distract you from that. I'm going to reach my hand across the deep, dark night. And tonight I'm doing my best to literally do that. Here I am. I am in, in the, uh, the, I guess the deep dark night in a good way. All the noise you hear in the background is real. All the crickets that would normally be metaphor, metaphorically chirping at my jokes or metaphorically playing the world's smallest violin at my, you know, saying, oh, woe is me. There, you know, those sounds you hear. Let's, let's listen. Right now we got a, a plane, uh, waves, wind, and crickets. And not just wind. We have wind traveling through treetops here, or tree middles. But it, basically, uh, you know, this podcast is not an ambient audio podcast, but... uh when I when it was, this is how dedicated I am, I'm out here on a family, little family reunion type thing, and I, I said, "Jesus, show must go on." As uh, uh, P.T. Barnum once said, "The man, you know, who, you know, well, I guess, uh, as he maybe someone else said it first, and he said it second. Someone that was nice to elephants." Uh, so basically, what I'm going to try to do, just like these noises are, are both, uh, you'd say, depending on how you hear a cricket, or a cacophony, is this a cacophony, is that a word, a symphony, a gat, what, like, what is a group of crickets called, are these even crickets I'm hearing, and the wind, the wind seems to be picking up, uh, maybe the wind is delighting in my dullness tonight. 
But what I'm going to do, what I, what, the way this podcast works is I talk, and you only, most times it's people say, I talk, you listen. I talk in this case, and you gave me maybe 4% of your attention. Well, you can start off at about, a, you know, as high as you're comfortable with, but, you know, instead of running through the spreadsheets or saying, well, what if I would have said this in that situation, or what am I going to do tomorrow? Instead of all that, you just listen I, got, I literally have a bug landed on my head here. I think it's a moth. Okay, I think it, I think it got either, you know, hopefully just a moth. No, no, no. Oh, wait, maybe it's, uh, it may have lodged itself in my fur. One second. Uh, this is live recorded, you know, live like, like I'm live. I'm here. I'm in, I don't know if I've gone through this, but I'm in what we call the screen house, which is basically like a, you know, bug-proof area made up of boards with uh, the material that screen doors are made from stapled to them and uh, plastic type, you know, kind of like a, a tent with, uh, uh, you know, it's not glamping, I'll tell you that, but it, but it feels like glamping. But anyway, I'm going to try to take your mind, you know, by this nonsense I do here, this silliness I can brew... I'm going to try to take your mind off whatever's keeping you up and like tossing and turning. And all you got to do is get in bed. And like I said, you could pay attention at first, you know, and hopefully at some point you say, well, you know, he seems like a nice enough chap. That's what the, uh, over in the UK, that's what they say about me. Nice enough chap, you know, good for tea and half a crumpet. And then he loses me actually a quarter of a crumpet. Okay, actually, you know, I offer him a crumpet, and I hope he doesn't take it. And they say over there, they say, that's ye boar friend. And uh, that's what I do. I'm your boar friend. I come over imaginarily, and I chitter, I chatter, and uh, I go on and on. All you have to do is lay back. You listen to me. And ideally, at some point, you just drift off into dreamland. Unideally... But even so, I put I put a, I put a lot of effort into this dullness. I put a lot of effort into the pointlessness, and more than all that, I put a lot of heart into it. You know, I tend to be maybe droll, maybe unemotional, even keeled. They would say if I was a keel maker, you know, if I was a matchmaker, like in uh, uh, the fiddler on the roof, I'd be the match. You know. I'd be mad, you know, I'd say, well, yeah, he's a matchmaker. He matches different, uh, you know, unartistic rocks. He says, look at this rock. It's, it's gray. And so is this rock. I have a match of two gray rocks. Oh, there's a, there's a, there's a, you know, so what was I saying? I, I, say, I, I put the whole episode tonight might be an hour and 15 to an hour and 45 minutes. But there's no point where I check out. I'm here. I'm present. And I'm working it. I'm gonna. So what I'm gonna do is uh, we're gonna talk about the, this episode of Metastasis. I think it's episode 11, and I'm gonna talk about it. I watched it once. I literally just got done watching Breaking Bad. So we'll, we'll talk about Breaking Bad here, depending on how late it gets. I don't want any of the neighbors uh, to get too irritated with me. You know doing this uh, mumble, you know, say mumblecore, 
I don't, I don't I may, I'm pretty sure I know what that is. And this is like mumble snore mumble. But you really don't want it, you know, your your uh, your neighbor's adult child in the uh, screen house mumbling uh, too late at night. You say, geez, what is going on over there? I mean, that kid has always been strange. But I guess what my point was is I'm going to do my best the whole way through. So if you can't go, go fall asleep for some reason, you know, I'll try to be here the whole time. Trying to make you laugh with a little bit of silly stuff. Stuff that's mildly interesting and entertaining. So you can kind of lie there and maybe be soothed or bombed. I don't know. But, you know, if you can't fall asleep, I'll be here for a little while. I just want maybe give you a little bit of a respite uh, from whatever is running through your brain. And ideally, you drift off to, you know, you can be comfortable with me. You know, because I'm not overly ambitious with what I'm going to do with your attention. I'm going to either put you to sleep or, you know, I'll be your uh, companion for, for, for a brief spell here and take you on a journey to the, you know, and they say, well, geez, you're not the most observant chap either. That's another thing they say over in the UK. I love that people in the UK, uh, because they have such nice, you know, short word chap, not the most observant chap. You know, over here, they might say something, and I say, I don't know what that means. Uh, but I, chap, I know. It's like, I say, well, I'm not exactly a chap, because I don't have one of those, uh, I don't have a bowler hat. But other than that, yeah, I'll take it. I'll be a chap for you. So that's it. I'm glad you're here. Uh, If this is your first couple times here, normally we don't have uh, background noise. But, you know, every once in a while I'll do a little surprise. Or this is is just, I said, well, I want to keep recording shows while I'm out of town. One, to try and see how it goes. Two, because I don't think the pathways of creating a podcast have been burned in my mind. Despite the fact they say most brains are plastic, as those of you who know, most of the podcasts know, mine might be more of a gobbledy, a gobbledygook. And he said, I don't know if that's quite as plasticine as other human brains. So I want to keep working the podcast muscles. Uh, and, and, and I've just been, all, and this will be the last thing. I mean, Jesus is pretty dull stuff anyway. But I've never been someone, I've never been a personality and been like, follow through it. And I've been, uh, it seemed like from the outside, maybe they'd be like, that guy's a real go-getter. But really, I was just running around like Chicken Little. Uh, some sense, this guy is falling, you know, you know, running from A to B to C to D. But I've never been someone that can consistently put out stuff, and, 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 I, and I say, well, geez, is it okay to push myself a little bit on vacation? I mean, I'm cation in the vase, if you know what I'm saying. But, uh, you know, so don't worry about me. This is not, I'm not put out. I'm enjoying this. Everyone else is asleep. They're on East Coast time. I'm on California work time, so it's like uh, not even my bedtime yet. So I'm here with you. And I want to you know, take you across the threshold from waking to sleep. And I'm glad you're here. And I do hope I help you fall asleep. That's what I, I desire. I yearn. And as the crickets say, you know, whatever, I don't know what the hell they say, but, you know, they say, 
they're saying something. And you might say, Scooter, those aren't crickets. And I say, I'm sorry. As I'm not an ornithologist, you know. And I know those are birds. That was a joke. Well, the joke did not hit with the crickets, so. All right, I'm glad you're here, and good night. All right, housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepingmepodcast.com. You can find older episodes there. You can find most of our, our older episodes on iTunes, but the first 20 or so you can find on the website. You can comment on the website. You can email me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Any feedback, comments, questions, concerns. Uh, another great way to get a hold of me is on Twitter or Facebook, at Dear Scooter on Twitter, Sleep With Me Podcast on Facebook. I try to post bloopers and sleep-related stuff there. We can discuss it or you can, you know, just chit-chat. And then we also have our Facebook group, uh, Sleep With Me Podcast, Sleep With Me Podcast.com slash nods. That'll take you there. And that's kind of like the where, where people that listen to the podcast go to talk about, you know, to make friends, actually, be, be, build community and support one another in friendly ways and friendship-related ways. And that's probably, you know, one of the you know, most wonderful surprises that's come out of Spikes. Now, it's, that was a, it got, it got, it got kicked off the ground by Laura and Alexander, and now, uh, and now Laura, Jennifer B., Julie C., Rachel L.G., and Lida, Lida Lie are running that uh, as moderators. Uh, so I want to thank them. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson, who does our music over at soundslikeanearful.com. And I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer. Scotty and Jennifer support us by, you know, providing all our artwork and just general, you know, supporting, supportive, supportiveness. Uh, so I want to thank them. Is there anything, any other housekeeping before I get to all the thank yous that I have? But, uh, I don't know. I'll get to it on the next housekeeping, I guess. Uh, I want to thank Poe, who just sent me a lovely email. Uh, that I'll be talking more about it. It just made my day. Rhiannon uh, G sent me an email a little while ago. That was a wonderful email. Our buddy Alex, as in Alexandra, sent me a nice email. I want to thank uh, King S-A-Z, S-A-Z, King S-A-I-Double-Z. Over in Norway, over on SoundCloud, we had a nice conversation. I want to thank El Gochorizo, Gochorizo, who commented on the website. Uh, over on Twitter, I want to thank Julie R.M., new listener, Kyla, new listener, and Ted the Dog. Uh, Sean C. and his wife, new listeners, or semi-new listeners, Frankie, new list, semi-new listener. And then I want to thank Chris D., Adam, Billy, Babs, Kim, Lida, and Emily for their interaction over there. Over on Facebook, I want to say hi to Janet S., uh, David P., Gail T., Brandon G., John V., Joseph H., Julie F., uh, Valerie W., Julie C., uh, Laura, Julie G, uh, Chevy, Jennifer B, Bonnie Sues. Uh, we got a lot of Ju- Julie's that support the podcast, and my brother's wife's name's Julie. So, Ju- you know, Julie's a great aunt, Julie Andrews. Uh, uh, is that who played Dorothy? Who played Dorothy? Isn't it Julie, too? I don't know. Uh, iTunes reviews, I want to thank uh, from Australia, Cordy Pants Man. 
who not, who not only sends me a compliment that I'm a dog, a good dog, and dogs are great, uh, but also say, hey, well, can we get a dog on the show? And I would say, yeah, well, 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 it's a, it's a, just put it in the queue. So thank you, Cordy Pants Man. Cordy Pants Man, was that about a man on bed about and then I just want to make sure I thanked Cat Girl 1988. I did thank Cat Girl 1986. And then over here on iTunes, I want to thank Sarah Scott for the email. I want to thank Sarah Scott for the review. Guitar Man for the review. Spicy Shrimp for the review. Oh boy, I'm allergic to shrimp. So, uh, but there was this spicy shrimp place when I lived in LA before I realized I was allergic to shrimp and. Uh, that wasn't pleasant uh, after I ate all that spicy shrimp. So thank you for that review, spicy shrimp. Uh, review from Drop, get a bomb, giddy bomb, drop giddy bomb. Who's tried meditation apps? They've tried everything. But something about this podcast, the slow speaking, the engaging dullness. Uh, it really works for them, so thank you. And then Jay Grub one who says the podcast is amazing. Thank you, Jay. So the, uh, that's a thank you for that review. And if you want to leave us a review, you know, say anything about the podcast and let other people know how it worked for you, tell your story, you can do that over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash iTunes. Uh, so that's it. I'm just trying to catch up on all the the. The thank yous. I could never catch up on thanking all of you for the support. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying. So let's get on to the show. All right. So we're talking about uh, Season 1, Episode 11 of Metastasis. It starts with this amazing shot of a pink plush uh, against black and white floating in what looks like a river. And then the, the float, futon, that's what I put, F-O-U-T-A-N. But I think that must mean floating or fountain, maybe fountain leaves. Oh, fountain heads. Fountain heads with weeds poking through them. It looked like a little fountain heads that spray water with weeds. You say, geez, overgrown fountain heads. Very artistic, very beautiful to look at close up. And water's flowing through there. Then we're underwater looking up at the plush. The pink plush, the fuzzy fuzzy. And then it, 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 we have a shot from above it that's scooped out of the pool or a pond. I say, is this a pool or a pond? And then I say seven slash eight. Maybe that means seven or eight. And there's like little baggies. I say, well, gee, someone lost all their stuff here. Let's let's keep track of it for them. Maybe somebody lost a watch. Maybe somebody lost their glasses. And a guy's dressed for it. He said, well, geez, I don't want to mess up anybody else's stuff. And then there's the title for the show. Uh, next thing you know, we got Jose Miguel on a dirt bike at a store. I can't read this next thing, but I'm not doing the best job with my hand right. Dude watches. Oh, dude watches his bike. Kind of a down-and-out guy. Uh, then he meets Walt. They're in, like, the Nescafe coffee section, which is, like, a instant coffee. And Je that's the side Walt's on. And Jesse's in, like, what looks to be the ramen section. I'm pretty sure in this episode of Metastasis, they're in the same aisle. 
But in Breaking Bad, as we'll see later, I think they're in uh, uh, parallel aisles. But they really are arguing. It seems like Walt's talking about family, going back and forth. Uh, I wrote down that Jose Miguel, I said, gee, something looks different about him. I don't know if he got a haircut. He's got a case of the sniffles. Now, I don't know if that's blow-related sniffles or uh, allergy-related sniffles or just, you know, just a case of the old sniffles. But then a cop rolls in. Jose gets real nervous. And then they get ready to split up a Walt yells. At He's like, what do you got to buy something? Come on. I think that's what he says to him. And I think maybe Jose picked up a bottle. It looked like uh, uh, maybe he was looking at a like shelf-stable lard or, you know, some sort of uh, hydrogenated oil. And I said, Jose, don't do it. Don't do it, man. You know, if you're going to buy some, you know, buy a healthy oil or just go for some fresh lard, you know, but not any processed lard, please. What do they call lard, uh... Uh, I, I got man, mante, manteca, manteca, I think is lard. Uh, and then it's another morning where Ciela wakes up and Walt's not in bed. And Walt, she's like looking around for him, but Walt's cooking breakfast. The wind's picking up here and a car's driving by. But Walt's all chippy. It's, it's like it's Mother's Day combined with Pancake Day which I know you guys have over in England. And I know I should know when it is, and then I forget. I think it's, uh, is it like the day after American Thanksgiving, maybe? I don't know. Somebody will let me know. But he he's like, uh, oh, yeah, pancakes, you know, father of the year here. And uh, I think I put cafe, pancake cafe. Or something, but uh, Cielo's skeptical. And she looks on. She's like, what's all this about? Walt's like, would you like some orange juice and Narana or something? And Walt's just definitely trying too hard. Everybody can see it. It's like, what are you doing, man? Of course, uh, Walt Jr., any teenage boy is like, okay, pancakes, sounds good. And then the next scene, we have Jose meeting with a suit, a person in a suit. And his parents roll in, and he's like, oh, wait, wait, I thought this was a meeting about my investments, oh, dear. And the dad's all nodding, the lawyer's talking about some sort of technicality and kicking him out. Uh, I put it, the dad has on a yellow polo sweater vest, I think. K, I put K, I don't know why. Even mom gets out, says get out. Uh, Jose kind of debates with the lawyer, then dad busts in and says, oh no, Jose. And then they're like, Jose, you've been notified. And he's hurt, and the lawyer's real cold, and he sweeps the parents out of the room. And then we're back at this super breakfast that Walter's got going. And, you know, he's, uh, um, you know, chatting up Junior up like they're best friends again. And Cielo's just looking at now for for Walt Jr. He had a good look going. He had this like uh, uh, blue and red striped polo, but with a long sleeved red shirt, t-shirt underneath. And I thought I said he he looks pretty sharp. And then Cielo, she she's 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 a beautiful woman, 
And she had on a uh, salmon-colored sweater, I would say. And I really I had to pause it. I said, what What would you call that color? Luckily, I had uh, who's that? Benjamin Moore was with me. And also Johnny Crayola, uh, heir to the Crayola fortune, who I just happened to meet. Uh, you know, skipping stones. I said, hey, you know... He said, man, that stone is is like a uh, slate C. And I said, did you just say slate C? S-L-A-T-E-S-E-A. And just like someone with the name Johnny, that is actually cool. He said, indeed. And I said, uh, he said, Johnny, Johnny Crayola. And I said, you got to be kidding me. And he said, why? I said, I got Benjamin Moore up there. Uh, work crunching, crunching a sweater for me. He said, you think you go up there and help him? He's like, tell me more. And I said, I'll tell you more. Cielo. They said, is that a color? Or And he said, he said, uh, he said, tell me more about the sweater, I mean. And they said, it's a color. It's not pink, but it's not red, and it's not orange. It does, and they said, well, hold on, Johnny, because not only does she have the sweater, but she also has a, uh, a, like, gum-colored dress on that's not pink either, but close, but different colored than the sweater. And he just looked off into the horizon. He said, uh, layers. And I said, and, and he said, would you suck on either one? And I said, I, I yeah, I would, like, if they were, they do look like they should be fruit-flavored. So then him and Benjamin Moore crunched this uh, outfit of Cielo's, and I would have thought they would have come out with, you know, more fancier terms, but I guess this is why they're the color geniuses. Salmon-colored sweater, watermelon-colored dress on Cielo, according to these two masters of color. And uh, she looked good, too. And then Walt kind of keeps talking total bullshit. And then finally he's, he says he tries the... Uh, preemptive strike when he's in trouble so he brings up the second phone himself like oh honey well I guess what I realized and Cielo just walks off while he's talking and I also noticed their kitchen looked very upscale at least compared to mine but uh, I wonder what John Syracuse would say about their toaster oven because they have a toaster oven there I wasn't I didn't pause it uh, to try to figure out the model, because I'm not good with that. But they also, I said, that's a nice gadgety kitchen. And then Cielo kind of drives off. Walt tries chasing after her. And then he calls her cell phone, but she's left it behind. And then there's, like, one of those city tra- uh, one of those uh, uh, time-lapse shots. The city traffic goes day to night. Walt's waiting by the front door, and Cielo rolls in. And Walt, again, he's playing all nice, and she's acting all casual. Uh, she's got her some forms in her hand, I noticed. And she kind of falls into bed, like, uh, tired from the day, she said. And Walt goes, uh, Toto Bien, like, everything okay? And she goes, see, sí, Toto Bien. And Walt's still working her. Like, hey, anyway, I was thinking about something... Uh, and, but she doesn't seem to be giving up. And then uh, the mom, she sneaks into Jose's room, and Jose's out cold. And the room, she's covering her face like the room stinks. 
And I said, he's tired. Oh, yeah, he's just out cold. And then she notices some weed at his bedside. Oh, he gets up. He's rubbing his eyes. That's why I said he's tired. He's, he's rubbing sleep from his eyes. Having trouble waking up. Hides the weed. He's like, yeah, let's talk. This is good that we're talking. But then mom's like, oh, no movers are here. And he's like, Mom, oh, Mom is over it. I put, she's playing cold and hard. And then they get into it, and she gets really upset with him. He gets mad, and then she gets sad. Uh, gracias, gracias par todo. He think oh, poor. Thanks for nothing is what I think. Gracias por nada is probably what he said. Or maybe he said gracias por todo in an ironic way. And then there's Jethro Tall music playing because Jose Miguel, or no, uh, Walt Jr.'s at the door. Uh, Lewis, the, the Colombian version of Lewis, is at the door. And uh, he says, hey, is Morgan here? And the father's like, Morgan? And at first I thought they were talking about, uh, like, that Walt Jr. might have a girlfriend named Morgan. And I was like, that's a nice uh, upscale name, like, sounds like a a good score for him, but then I remembered that that Walt Jr. takes on his own name. And Walt, Colombian Lewis was rocking a sweet 70s style shirt. Walt grins, or girls, a grill CLO about Morgan. And then I put, is he at a new, is the school Morgan? I was still trying to figure it out. And then finally put new name so I was like, oh, yeah. And then we have Cielo. She's putting on makeup while they're talking. And then the phone rings. She's like, Walt, can you answer, please? And it's Jose Miguel. And he's like, hey, Walt, I'm in some shit here. I need your help, bro. Yave, parse. And uh, I put, uh, oh, and then Cielo's, like, rolling out, like, uh, and Walt's like, oh, what the fuck, what the fuck? Or no, I think Cielo was like, oh, who the hell's on the phone, Walt? Don't try to act like it's, you know. And then he's like, hey, baby, can I give you a ride? She's like, uh, I got a taxi, thanks. Then at some point, Walt had hung up. Well, Jose Miguel calls back. And he says uh, something like, I need some plata, profe. I need some money. And Walt is all on his case about calling there, and he hangs up. Then Jose Miguel calls back again, and Walt breaks his phone. He's so mad. And then Jose's at his house. It's cleared out, but he has his uh, his, his dirt bike, and he's got a, a plastic bag and a box full of his stuff. He gets buzzed into some apartment building with a dude with his son, and at first I was a little, I said, is this an old friend or does he have an older brother I forgot about? But And the dude looked pretty, like, upscale cool. But he was clearly trying to impress, like, to, you know, convince Jose he was still cool. Uh, you know, and show off for his son and Jose. And then his wife rolls in. And he's like, yeah, Jose's going to crash here, okay? And she's like, uh, can you help me with these bags, babe? And then they leave the son with uh, Jose Miguel, and then she really comes in and grabs him. Oh, no, no. And then they're like, yeah. he's like, yeah, bro, you got to leave. It was an unbelievable, I put a super sweet apartment to get kicked out of. It was a really, really nice apartment. 
like even the level of paintings and framed art they had up in there and just it was a beautiful beautiful place and then Jose Miguel he gets on a payphone his bike gets ripped off and the same homeless guy he's drinking wine he's like yeah sorry man your bike got stolen so then Jose goes out and he's wandering yeah he's wandering to where the RVs are stored the RVs store the bus in this case and it's locked in a yard he hops the fence he falls into a, through the roof of a porta potty wakes up the dogs he gets lucky that the dogs just bark 